Hello and welcome to this episode of the AF Mentors podcast. I read an excellent article this week by Jodie Cook and I wanted to share it here because it's so good and I had some extra things to say on it and it's such a useful framework especially if you've got some big goals business-wise. So Jodie is a huge inspiration of mine. She's already built and sold a very successful business and is now building another one in the tech slash AI world. And she's also a badass powerlifter, excellent writer and thinker and just generally mega impressive. So I will leave a link to where you can find out more about her. If you just want to follow her, she's nothing to do with fitness. Well, I guess apart from being a powerlifter. Um, but yeah, pretty cool person to follow and like sign up to her newsletter and all that good stuff anyway she has this specific set of questions that keeps her focused and they are this one will this directly grow my business or another way to put this that i love is like will it make the boat go faster there's always that analogy from i think it was the gb rowing team anyway there she says here there are plenty of things to attempt for exposure and publicity but the goal is to only do what will mean growth for the business. Now, this isn't always immediately obvious, but this question in itself can weed out like the things that are obviously not beneficial for business growth pretty quickly. The second question she has is, what would Elon Musk, Jeff Bezos or Larry Ellison do? I actually don't know who Larry Ellison is. She's probably a very successful business person that I have no idea about. And then she says, reminding myself of how other founders made decisions stops me going off track and adding irrelevant items to my to-do list. Now, you might want to pick people in the industry you look up to. Do not pick me because I am exceptionally bad at saying no to things. And that's, I mean, that's probably less true now, to be honest. I think it's important to know where you are in your journey. So I spent a lot of time saying yes to everything. And that got you that got me pretty far and it'll probably get you pretty far as well but at some point you need to start saying no to more things so that you can show up at your best for the things you do say yes to so a saying I quite like is like what got you here won't get you there like what got me here to where I am now won't get me to where I want to go 100% like it was great trying a lot of different things saying yes to a lot of things getting some experience getting some exposure but now I need to actually say more and it's I need to say no more than I say yes so I don't need to say more I need to say less um so interesting side note story here Haley Bell who's incredible and I'm a little bit sad about this actually I'm quite sad about this but it's okay I'm gonna get over it um started doing some mentoring on AFM she's such a good mentor but actually after reading the one thing the book that we did for book club she decided I really need to focus on my business I've got some big goals here and I've got some big goals in my personal life as well and I need my focus to be directed at what's most important to me right which I know was a hard decision for her because she loves mentoring and when she told me I was like I'm so impressed with you and it's actually probably the reason you're going to be so successful but anyway that was a really good example of like saying no to things that actually sometimes it will be saying no to things that you do enjoy and you do want to do but you know aren't the thing that's building your business and taking you closer to the goal that you have so the third one is does this require my sustained time or attention new hobbies new habits new practices or processes each one has to be has to be there for business growth 
or not at all. So as a business owner, unfortunately, there is no like nine to five here. Your life balance will not look the same as other people's. You have to accept it, embrace it, and realize that your time, energy, and concentration are finite. And you can't just shut them off at like nine to five. So I would think about doing things that fill up your cup and do them for the optimal length of time. So for example, I now rarely spend more than 40 minutes in the gym. In fact, unfortunately, I started to rarely spend more than 20 minutes in the gym. And then I was like, mm, okay, probably need to call myself out on this a little bit. But like a 40 minute gym session is enough to, <clears throat> why is my voice keep going? Is enough to fill my cup, but it's not so much that actually then it starts to become a bit detrimental, right? Like I get the most out of it, but beyond sort of 40 minutes, it's a bit of a drain on time and energy. Like as an example, some exercise gives you energy and focus but if you do too much then you just become really tired and kind of overworked right so at that point like you don't want to go beyond that point of this is filling my cup to this is actually kind of draining my time energy and focus the fourth one is it a hell yeah which is the most basic question because otherwise there's no point every time I turn down a six or a seven out of ten it clears my uh, a space for the perfect score uh, my the only thing I was going to add on this is say no to the things that don't excite you so that you can say yes to the things that do and what's hard is that sometimes you do as Jodie said here have to turn down like a seven out of ten which you might have used to say yes to but now you have to be like well no I want to save it for the ten out of ten so I can say yes to that and this applies like I always use this for coaching with clients like yeah you might have to turn that seven out of ten cheesecake down so that you can say yes on Friday to that 10 out of 10 apple crumble right you need to pick choose your indulgences number five does this give me an additional commitment my business is the is the commitment and I'm not looking for any more this question avoids adding obligations that take up valuable headspace that leads to me I'm like "Hmm, maybe I shouldn't commit to a relationship (laughs) which obviously is where my head goes and fits my own biases what the only thing I had to add here was stop being a yes man slash woman um people usually understand when I say and this is in the context of like if someone's like oh do you want to come on my podcast and I'm like I'm really sorry but I can't commit to that at the moment because I want to be able to give my full energy to that show up at my best and I just don't think I can with the, the level of workload that I have at the moment people are normally like oh that's totally fine like get back in touch if you have time Or I'll often say to people, I would love to do your podcast, but it's going to have to be in a month because this month is absolutely swamped for me and I want to make sure I show up at my best. Don't be afraid to say that and don't be afraid to say I've got a really busy time at the moment. It's so much better to do that than to just be like, yeah, okay, and then be half distracted when you're on that call or podcast or whatever it is. Um, Number six. Do the other person's ambitions align with mine? A reminder that mimetic desire is real and it's easy to get sidetracked following other people's dreams and forget your mission. This is so common when it comes to comparing yourselves to others. And I might look at people who travel more and I don't know, get jealous about thinking that maybe I want to do that. But then I remind myself, this is a choice I've made based on my current values and priorities. Or you might see someone... I don't know, eating a massive burger and getting jealous until you remind yourself, that was a really weird way of saying remind, 
until you remind yourself that your current goals are, I don't know, fat loss and those actions don't align with them. A classic is aiming for something like a fancy car or a 10k month because that's what the industry norm is and that's what success is when in fact you couldn't give a shit about those things and you're only chasing them for the external validation of that or because what society is telling you success is. The point here is don't get distracted by other people's goals and thinking that that's what's important to you. Right, you might see someone else, I don't know, write a book and be like, oh, maybe I should do that, but actually it's nothing to do with what you want to do at the moment. Someone asked me recently if I'd ever thought about doing some research, like self-funded research. And I was like, oh yeah, maybe. And then like quite quickly, I was like, no. <laughs> no, I definitely don't. The only reason I'd be doing that is for the external validation of like, oh look, she's a named author on a paper. It's absolutely nothing for me. And it's a hell of a lot of work. And it's not where I want to be spending my time and energy. So I was like, no, I don't want to be doing that. I hope that these questions have made you think as much as me. I'm a strong believer that your success is primarily driven by the decisions that you make. So if you've got big goals, you need to get really freaking good at making the right decision and not getting distracted. And these questions and this framework will help you do that. Um, I said so you can read more of Jodie's work at jodiecook.com she's freaking awesome and if you're ready to take your business to the next level head over to afmentors.com fill in the application form and if I think that we're a good fit I will email you and we can book in a call to have a chat that's all for today bye for now okay sorry I'm back that wasn't all for now one thing I wanted to add on this especially around the framework of how important it is to make good decisions is something I was speaking to my clients about actually recently and I thought this directly transfers to business as well committing to something 100% not 98% and a brilliant example of this is the podcast I put out a podcast on ESG fitness every Monday morning no matter what no matter what happens there will be a solo episode on a Monday morning and I commit to that 100% and that 100% commitment takes away the negotiation of me being like oh maybe I will maybe I won't right and I also post on social media every day and I just do it every day because I've committed to doing it every day right okay maybe not a Sunday but like consistently during the week every day I don't even really have to think about it anymore but it's a commitment I made and it's not one that I'm like oh I'll probably do it like make a commitment and stick to it and commit to it 100%, not 98%, because that 2% is the wiggle room that you give yourself. That's what makes decisions fatiguing. I always use this example, but it's so good. <laughs> it's so good, if I do say so myself. Vegans don't decide to be vegans at every meal. They probably made that decision five years ago, once. So it's not fatiguing for them. Much like when you decide to show up in a certain way or you decide to do something for your business or you decide to stick to a certain work block or producing X amount of content or making sure that you, I don't know, put out a sub sack every week, commit to it 100%. Not I'm almost definitely going to do that, but like I will definitely do that. And you will find it's much easier to stick to that commitment because th actually the tiring thing isn't doing the thing. Like the tiring thing isn't really 
recording that podcast. Once you start, it's actually not so bad, right? It's the thought process behind it of, oh, will I do it? When will I do it? Or how will I get that? Oh, like, I'm just quite tired now. Maybe it'd be better to do it tomorrow. Or, oh, what if I just release one midweek? It won't really matter. And I'll just, and then shit doesn't get done. Hold yourself to higher standards and stop accepting shit excuses of yourself. The end, goodbye. 